Hello. What up? What up? What up? Hello. Is it me <laughs> you're looking for? This is how I know we friends, yo. Like, seriously, the connection is there. <laughs> it's like I don't even have to say a word. It's you just know, perfection. Just the silliness. That's what happened when you put two sillies together. Ciao. Team No Sense over here. Holla. Right. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm going to jump right into the jump, tea. jump, jump to it. Hey, yo, as I used to say, when she starts singing, you know it's going to be a good episode. So here Look. we go. <laughs> All right. <Wow>. So, <laughs> right. So this week, um Ellen DeGeneres um started season 18 of her show as you guys know that there were a lot of allegations over the summer about her work environment about how she treated people and um she addressed it on her show which here's my thing I um understand the climate we live in cancel culture is real and um, the allegations against her were no joke. However, the fact that she could come back to her show and address it herself <laughs> when she wanted to is um, what I like to call privilege. <laughs> oh, I see my ass. I know that's a boss. I mean, I, I never fully understood the accusations they were saying she was mean one so part of it is the toxic work environment they were saying that there were some of her employees which treated people obviously negatively they weren't supportive they said guests were treated a certain way um if people were um handicapped they were treated a certain way handicapped Um, yeah, like it was like all, all, it was just a lot of, I'll call them weird allegations. Like to me, it just didn't make sense. But like, let's just say, let's take Kevin Hart or Nick Cannon or any of these people who have had like allegations come up, issues, um, things they said have, you know, been misconstrued or whatever the situation is. Most of them have to really work super hard, you know, just to get back to where they were. Like Nick said what he said on his podcast and he ain't been seen since. Like he really underground. And so I just don't think I think it's kind of unfair for her to be able to basically choose when to address her allegations, how she'll address it. And nobody questioned it. Everybody's just like, okay, it's Ellen. We love her. She's well, so I cute. Heard, I did hear some things where she did have a little, she did get a little um, backlash about it, mm-hmm. about her whole thing. I did see that. Um, but I, I mean, I saw it. I didn't like, I know people was like, they felt like she didn't take it seriously, like she was kind of making jokes. And if she made light yeah, of it, yeah, she made yeah. light of it. And they felt like it was a forced 
um, apology where, I mean, let's just be honest, most apologies are forced. Mm-hmm. Like, just let's just keep it real. Like, I'm pretty sure, you know, she probably didn't feel like, you know, all of that was warranted or whatever. You know, I mean, you know how right. it is. People say you did mm-hmm. something wrong or whatever. It's one of those things where you just have to drop your ego and be like, okay, you know, you can't argue somebody's emotions or feelings. I also did see where a lot of executives uh, from her show were let go. Yes, she did so do that. I, I, you know, I just wonder how much of, of the accusations were really guarded, geared toward her or geared toward people she had working on the show. And that's true. Like, I do know that some of it was um, executive producers or people who worked behind the scenes on the show and how they treated Mm -hmm. people. However, I think a lot of people hold the owner or the face accountable for how their staff treats people, especially like Ellen, Ellen's whole purpose and like her mantra is to be kind. She has shirts that she sells shirts, be kind. And like, you're, this is the last environment that you would think would be toxic. And so for her to be pushing one thing and something else is going on behind the scenes, people put that on Mm -hmm. her. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think that, yeah. And I think she even spoke to that, not defending her, but, she did say, you mm-hmm. know, when you, you know, she's put that out there, like, be kind, be kind. And so it's almost a thing where she can't have an off day or a bad day. You know what I'm right. saying? And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going to be kind. But that don't mean that some days somebody might just be getting on my goddamn nerves. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. You know, <laughs> like, because, I mean, that's because, I mean, you, I'll take you. You have a very bubbly personality, but I also know you, and I also know that some days <laughs> you like no. <laughs> you just like it, it's only a few that right. know me. <laughs> some days that you just be like no, no, not doing yeah. none of this, no, and <laughs> it's like you can't just say oh. Well, Tia's a fucking bitch because she had one mm-hmm. or two days and she was just off. You know what I'm saying? And I could even say it off. You yeah. have a right to not want to just be on that shit. So I don't know. I think this is one of those things where the can- cancel culture gets tricky because it's like you ready to cancel Ellen because of things that other people did on her show that she probably had no control of. And also, you're putting her in this position where you're acting like she can't be human. She's human. Right. You know, but that's that's my thoughts on it. But, you know. All right. Um, do you know who Moneybag Yo Child, is? no. Moneybag, no. <laughs> Smile wallet, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't he a rapper or something? Ain't he a rapper? Yeah, he's a rapper. His most, like the song that I know, he he say, I thought a broke nigga said something. Like that's that's, that's his song. Yeah, 
than him. And so he is currently dating this toxic woman. And I'm I'm sorry, I shouldn't call her that because I'm talking about her past, but she's uh, to me, she's kind of off and crazy. She used to date Chicago rapper G Herbo. Her name is Ari okay. Fletcher, yeah. right? How does why is she so popular? Because she dating. Because who she dating? Yeah. So her like I said, she used to um her baby daddy is G Herbo um from Chicago, the 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 drill rapper. And um they were together a pretty long time but they were very open about their relationship on social media. Um, it showed like how she was pretty aggressive with him and like their relationship was what I would describe as a toxic relationship. Mm. And then after she stopped dating him, um, all you would see is like twerking videos. And I'm not gonna lie, like, you know, she wanted these little thick girls, but she also has had some cosmetic enhancements. Oh, of course. <laughs> so um she's one of those she's dated um she dated a boxer I think I think she d- dated Gervonta um the tank I think that's who she dated but I who could the be hell wrong is Gervonta? I can't keep... he's a boxer he's a really oh, good that boxer. sound like one of my son's little friends <laughs> it probably is girl <laughs> anyway so she she is actually just known for being the. I think she's a pass around chick, and that's just my personal she opinion. She sounds like she dates for clout. Right, and so people from Chicago, if you listen to this, you can judge me all you want to. I know she's from the crib. She's from Chicago, but like, yeah, her, yeah, she's from mm-hmm. Chicago, but yeah. Um, anyway, so she, her recent endeavor <laughs> is G Herbo. Is I mean, is a uh, money bag mm-hmm. yo, and so. For her birthday a few months ago, Moneybag Yo bought her a Lamborghini truck. I yeah, think. so everybody was going crazy about that. Oh, goes. Oh, that's how you take care of your woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Y'all take notes. Y'all take notes, everybody. Okay, whatever. Um, he's a rapper. He can afford a truck if he wants to spend. For one <laughs> you know, song, though. No, I mean. That's not his only oh, okay. hit. He's been around for a little bit. That's the only worthwhile song I will okay, listen to. I'm not a huge money bag. Yo, yo. <laughs> yeah, so he got a few dollars. But like, anyway. So his birthday was this past week. And they were celebrating in Las Vegas. And um, they're at the hotel. She brings them outside. And there's this big trailer. And it opens up. And there's a Maybach. And for those that don't know, a Maybach is, um, if you know what a Mercedes is, it's the upper echelon Mercedes. Typically, people don't drive these cars. They are chauffeured in these cars. Mm-hmm. Um, very classy. You can cus- Very customizable. Very expensive. Um, 200000 on the low end can get much more expensive with the customizations. Mm-hmm. But apparently, she bought him a Maybach for um, his mm. birthday. <laughs> do it so, for the gram. Do it for the gram. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it for the gram. There have been so many, like, opinions of this. And I have my own. Like, I have no problem with a woman taking care of her man the way he takes care of her. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I, I got told D, like, you buy me nice things. 
I buy you nice things, but that's just how I am. Like I'm a giver anyway. I buy like if I love my people, they go get whatever I, I want mm-hmm. to give them. And it's I've got mm-hmm. <laughs> my people get gifts, okay? Because I love my people. So I understand that whole giving situation, but like what you do, sis, like where does money coming from? And why why you say you bought it? Like at least ain't a purchase. And I don't know, maybe I'll sound like a hater, but I just don't understand the how. (laughs) What what she do? I mean, do she get like ads? Do she do ads and stuff? So D told me um, that I need to um, do some research on flat tummy tea because that is probably said she probably bought off some flat tummy tea shit. I can't stand him because I was like D. He's like, man, she bought that. She bought that car. I said, babe, she. I know she be on the gram. She got a few million followers, but who ain't got no real job? Is, like, is she job? an artist? Like, what's she doing though? Yeah, well, you know, she twerks on the internet. You know, dude. um, I can't even find a girl. I bet you her name sounds stupid. To her name something stupid i hate you i bet you it is but you know uh if you have so many followers on mm-hmm. she ain't got a this is this her nah her name is the real kyle sister okay. on instagram if that's yeah so you know if you have a blue check Mm-hmm. Well, I say this: if you have so many followers, you have on Instagram, you have um, the the opportunity to become monetized. And oh, okay. with that, you know, the higher, the more followers you have, the more you can make. So, but I don't look like she. I don't know if she selling shit on here. Is she a bottle? Girl? Yeah. I mean, what the? So I'm a. I, so my negative ass and y'all. I'm telling you, please judge me. I she got care, a, She ain't even got like, like a little online business. They so somebody online said that she has um, a skincare line, and then I said. She probably just got an OnlyFans. And that's what I'm going to stick to. Because, like, I know people is making she a lot of money. She got extensions. That's what they say. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Kichi, Kichi, somebody's extensions. Okay. All right. Weave does make money, however. She had a website. <laughs> what is this? Come on, sis. Let's do it. The Real Kylie Sister merch coming soon. So... Mm, okay, girl, she's selling drugs. This motherfucker, that website ain't got shit on it. Girl, she is out here selling. They is out here selling weight, and the feds will be on them. So that's what she doing. She either doing they either selling weight or ass, one of the two. But she ain't got same shit. And she ain't even like even if she was doing half most of the time. If like you, you can't you ain't doing like uh what is it called when they like show up 
the uh, appearances because oh, that's cause dead. That, that is not happening. Dead. So yeah, they, yeah. She's a selling ass or way, pushing huh? weight. Uh, not selling ass or pushing well, weight. Maybe it's an and. Because <laughs> I and I know damn well she ain't about that shit with G Herbo money because she is. She hit sis. You better, you better take that shit back. Well, we'll see. You know, if the if the story yeah, come out about don't... them, you know, coming to get that shit, like, cause they ain't paying cash for it. Yeah, and my thing is, everybody, why we, why is this goals or like, why is this be so such a like? I don't understand why it's such a big deal. Because she bought him a car, he bought because her a car. Because a lot of motherfuckers like, can't do it. A lot of people okay. love, and, then, and they they love to, you know, you gonna you gonna love and admire shit that you can't do because you like, oh man, I wish that's so dope. Oh, you. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, and that's why people be on on Twitter, and I've retweeted some of these stories where. A guy, a guy literally said, "My baby wasn't feeling good today, so I I bought her a BMW." Wait, what? Why y'all gotta flex like this? Come yeah. on now, y'all just be doing too fucking much, guess, bro. Can y'all not, just be look, normal? I grew up with the you. This what I'm gonna give you, and you, <laughs> like you know, you know, right. shit. Oh. I grew up where Christmas was close. And your birthday right. be an option, like as a child, yeah. and so like flexing and and all that for like it's not it's, for it's, me. It's not a thing. Like I, you know, nah. Like I don't even buy myself expensive things, right? Like I'm a very modest person myself, but like my kids or people that I, I'm close to, I will spend money on them. Because that's just like what I would like I like to do. And so when like D bought me that Louis for uh, my birthday. Mm. I Oh, you ain't see the no. story? Where was this? In Vegas. Did it? When we went we were probably, but yeah, but I know you it wasn't like no big, no big. No, so I just showed like the bag and that was it. And people was like, you got to show the purse. You got to let the no, people No, you ain't got to do shit. I said. Because here's the thing. If you show me. the purse, somebody going to be like, oh, that little bitty ass bag. Or, oh, you. Little bitty ass bag is your, is your motherfucking. Right. Home. But I'm just saying. Your right. Rent. But you just know how niggas are. Oh, like, oh, you know. Or to be, ah, oh, she's showing out. She's fracking. Like, so it, it's either going to be hate or love, but. I don't. I don't feel like you have to. You have to like yeah. flex. Like it's unnecessary. To D, me. Yo, D just so. don't seem like type that he give a shit about social media like that to be flexing on it. So he doesn't. Oh, he does not like. He used to like post way more, but now he's like he over it. He feels like it's super fake, and he don't want people in our business like that. And I don't really. And that's one thing I don't really put on on the internet anyway is our business. Child, this why I don't sing shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
I hate you so much. Yeah, goof ass. I hate you so much. <laughs> I mean, you know, go shawty. It's your birthday. Right. Anyway, but I don't, I just, I'm over like the superficialness of the internet. Like everybody is doing stuff for clout. And I really like today, uh, Lil Wayne's daughter, Ray Janae. Um, she posted something like, I never had to do nothing for clout because I'm Lil Wayne's daughter. And I thought, it was, man, I thought it was just so funny because I'm like, these hoes try too hard. If you just live up to what you are, you don't right. have to she try. Like, and people don't like Reginae, but I love her because she be talking her shit. She definitely she, does. She talks her shit and she like, shit, I ain't doing none of that. Like, right. And she like, you ain't what you ain't gonna do is try to make me out here look stupid talking about you know as far as dating mm-hmm. she like girl she like boy but please please stop. I'll be by myself I don't need you right <laughs> like people be like at first it was she's so grown she's so grown like no she grown now she's still talking that shit she was talking that shit before right. she got legal but she grown now so. right leave her alone right um so Real Housewives of Atlanta let's talk about it so it ain't back on, is it? No, but they have become be, um, begun taping. So, like, I think either this weekend or last weekend, they were in South Carolina. So that that's like one of the trips they've gone on. That's why um, they're doing all those beach pictures. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, Nene is not going to be on this season. Hmm. I am actually okay with that because I'm I, fine. I feel like Nene is a shit starter mm-hmm. and she's really the reason a lot of the girls be falling out because she just be saying outlandish shit and starting shit like she always do so i i think my thing with nini is she's a fucking bully that she's a bully and she thinks that people should kiss her ass because she's been on the show i'm the rich bitch i am rich so, you know, <laughs> God bless her and all of her endeavors, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. So they are a, a, supposedly adding a new peach um, to the show. Her name is Phelan Guabadia. Guabadia. Oh, um, I'm going to send it to you on IG now so you can see Shorty. She looks very different in every single picture, but the same. Um, she is married to a wealthy, I'm just going to say Nigerian prince. <laughs> Don't be breathing hard on me, okay? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All the breather, girl. <laughs> so it would be interesting to see how Phelan gets pulled into the group. Um, like you see in the post that I sent you, she's seen with Portia and Shamia. Because Shamia got a uh mm-hmm. uh African scholar, I mean the African businessman too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Hi, my name is Prince Akeem. <laughs> I am writing you because you are my dear friend. <laughs> Listen. We get the emails. Hello, beautiful. <laughs> you are gorgeous. I, I want to take care of you. 
and give you all the desires you don't have to want for nothing. Phelan's man looks a little older though than Shamia's. What's a beautiful girl like you doing on the <laughs> island all alone by yourself? I am done with you. We are not mocking. No, we're not. People of African descent. No, we're just having a little fun, damn it. Because <sighs> I... word on the street is <laughs> some of the Africans, some of the peoples in Africa mm-hmm. that be in Atlanta mm-hmm. be scamming. Hard. Because um, I ain't saying much, but I know a few a few um Nigerian Americans that be scamming and I just turn my head the other way, giving the, giving the people a bad name. All right. All right. Child, listen. <laughs> all right. Um, let's talk about <laughs> little Mrs. Dr. Dre, aka Nicole Young. <laughs> That's his ex soon to be ex soon to yeah, be very high. Man. Shorty is highly favorite ex-wife. Shorty is wildin', bro. Okay. So a company that they founded together is accusing her of draining the primary business account. (laughs) They even are pulling in lawyers. They're saying it might be criminal embezzlement. Um, This company is called Record One. It's a LLC. She was a trustee and she was a signee on the checking account. Young Shorty (laughs) went to the bank last month and wrote a check to herself for $353,571.85. Why? Why? She said, you gonna pay me. She's like, I have entertainment expenses she said you gonna pay me voluntarily or Or involuntarily but i'm gonna pay my cell phone bill in case you've forgotten it's 120,000 i'm going to get my money i'm gonna tell you what happened they got into it dr jay said some slick Mm -hmm. and she was like oh okay (laughs) you know what Fuck she, you. she went and put on her bad is going to the bank outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and he, where the fuck you going? None of your goddamn business. And got in her, and got in her best driving to driving to the bank car <laughs> and pulled up to that bitch with her good frames on. <laughs> Sunglasses, shades. Man. <laughs> Walked inside with them on. Straighten to the. Do you make a withdrawal like that? You don't go to the tailor, to the teller. Oh, you see a personal banker. <laughs> she called the per- called the personal banker on the phone in the car and said she was on her way to make a um withdrawal. A, what's the word that I'm trying to use? Um, a a a nominal. Withdraw. I don't even know if that's the right word, <laughs> but uh, a a good amount of money withdraw. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when she got there, they had her coffee ready, <laughs> and I was like, "Come on, come right on, Mrs. Young. Come on, come on, Mrs. Doctor Dre. Um, <laughs> come to the back." And she wrote that check, and her name was on the signature. And they was like, "How would you like this?" 
<laughs> big that, bills, please. Big bills, please. Thank you. Had had four men walking out in suitcases with right. the wagon that was parked out front with the door open. Waiting. Do you need an escort to take you to, the, to your car? <laughs> yes, please. This is how I imagine rich folks live. <laughs> right. And, and started her ass out. And now you hear it's clack, clack, clack of her heels mm-hmm. walking out of the bank. And then yes. she flipped her hair and got in her car. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and stopped at uh, Chick-fil-A and got her a grilled chicken nugget meal on her way home. <laughs> so damn dumb. <laughs> I can't wait. This divorce is probably the messiest. You hear me? I want it to be a TV show. Because this is this is good shit here. Make it a movie. Just, come on. Somebody help us out here. Because this Look, is prime she said, material. She said, I am in Chalet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you better. I can tell you. Exactly. Um, speaking of other couples that have broken up, Cardi B and Offset are pretty much done. Um, so Cardi B has an OnlyFans, but she's now using her OnlyFans to talk to her fans, which honestly I think makes sense for certain people. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't make sense for Cardi to be on Instagram live telling y'all her business and being for free. For free, like. Honestly, if you want to be that in tune with her, subscribe and pay a few dollars a month to talk. Yeah, we want to be all up in these. I don't blame her. You know what? That is a smart business move because mm-hmm. folks be wanting to be all up into these celebrities' business and they mm-hmm. feel like they entitled. Well, hey, let's see how let's see how much how far you are willing to go. To get up into these people business. Yep. I'll, 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 I'll take what you post. Exactly. I'm fine with that. Because let me just tell y'all. I'm not paying for nobody's OnlyFans. And I think one week since we should talk about OnlyFans. Because uh, it's. I think it's some negative connotation out there about the site. Then there's this point of view where celebrities um, can be closer to their fans. It's a, a paid service. Um, these are people who really want to be connected to you, which makes sense. It's called OnlyFans. And then you have another side of OnlyFans that I didn't know about that people be doing um, sewing and cooking. And this is how, you know, they get they have a following in that regard. So it might be more to it than what we know. So maybe we could talk about that another day. But yeah, because I also has, I was watching Tamara Hall and she she touched on it. So. Yeah. yeah, we could talk about it. It's a topic. Um, so we'll come back to that another week. But write it down. Won't forget. Um, Cardi was on her OnlyFans the other day and she was talking about her split from offset. She said, You can't hurt her feelings trying to de- throw the divorce in her face. She said, I decided I wanted to leave. Um, I didn't wait until he cheated on me again. I didn't wait for another controversy with him being involved. I decided to leave. If I wanted to stay, I could have, but I decided to leave. She also said she could date any man she wants. She said, my DMs are flooded, but she is focused on her business um, and is not focused on jumping back into dating. So I wouldn't be surprised if she come out with a back. No, maybe not. (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna say I wouldn't be surprised if she ended up with a bad bitch, but 
just Cardi's personality. I I feel like she's like, yeah, y'all fun, but not right for nothing long time. Yeah, she like I am um strictly not strictly, but she um that's what she prefers, you know, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Um let's talk about this um Megan the Stallion and Tory Lane situation. So we all have heard, you know, about her side of the story that, you know, he did in fact shoot her in both of her feet. Um, she's doing much better, but we haven't heard anything from Tori since that incident. And if most people recall, during the, the height of Corona, Tori had quarantine radio popping on IG Live. He had people doing singing contests. He was pouring milk on bitches. He was doing all kind of stuff. And then he went radio silent. Mm. Well, t- today, he has decided to break his silence. Mm. And um, he said that he will be addressing the situation at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So let me just tell you that Pacific Standard Time is two hours behind Central Standard Time and is three hours behind Eastern Standard Time. So I'm not going to be up at 11 o'clock waiting to hear yeah, your ghetto press conference. What he got? First of all, I didn't know who Tory Lanez was until he shot Megan. So I don't know. You give. lying. You have heard his music Girl, you before. Know, I, look, I heard, I hear everybody's music. Yeah, I mean, I know. <laughs> Shit. Girl. Bitch, look. I can't stand you talking about. I hear everybody, but I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. I'm sorry. I don't know this man. So I know he's short and he shoot women. I don't have shit. I don't, want, I don't give a fuck what you got to say. Well, I really don't want to hear what you got to say. But what pissed me off even further is that you thought that motherfuckers was gonna stay up <laughs> to listen to what the fuck you gotta say. Oh, but they are. <laughs> and that's why he did it. Oh, but they Child, you are. gonna have me staying up to try and see what the fuck yeah, you gotta saying. take your ass to sleep. Don't you gotta go work in the morning? Shit. I do have to work in the morning. Girl, that should be up there tomorrow. It sure will be. But here is the funny thing. There's or there's two things. The first one is T.I. <laughs> apparently said that he had a conversation with Tory Lanez about the Meg Stallion incident and he claims it didn't happen like she said it did. So um T.I. told all him, the people <laughs> he told him you need to say something bruh. How did it happen? T.I. I need you to make sure you and your daughter good. <laughs> they not though. Right. We so are you that. worried about everybody's business? You just make sure that you don't piss off Tiny again and she gonna file another uh the file for another divorce and that your daughter will allow you to walk her down the aisle <laughs> if and when she decides to get married. Right. Those are your concerns. I don't be understand. <laughs> you be people be worried about the wrong look <laughs> I, it's, I know this ain't the end of the, the, the segment of no, the, no. the episode but 
mind your business. <laughs> mind the business that pays you. What T.I. needs to be trying to, trying to figure out is how to get that bid to connect. That's what you ought to be worried about. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you read about Terry Lane's and you walking around with this scraggly beard. Ooh, child. Child. That's why I won't connect because you too busy trying to connect everybody else. <laughs> you worry about the wrong shit. You worried about the wrong shit. You stressing out over the wrong shit and your beard won't connect. See? Ooh. That's what happened when you're on your business. Nigga, you in Atlanta, you better holler at Big Booty Judy and get you some doggone kaleidoscope drops for that guy. Better go find some beard drops or something. <sighs> now you walking around here looking like somebody's uh alley repairman. Yeah. And you talking about you told Terry Delaney to say something. You need to tell your beard to connect to get along. <laughs> shit. They has on your face ain't even getting together. And I used to like T.I., but he gets on my nerve. <laughs> <laughs> that it made me sit up. Shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but my other thing is I don't think right now is the time for you to come out and tell us how you might have shot a black woman because America is on edge, motherfucker. Yeah. We ain't got time for your bullshit. You chose this as the time that you want to talk about this shit. When black hey. women are already looking standing with their arms folded, ready. <laughs> Mad. Just yeah. looking for somebody to say the wrong motherfucking and, thing. And us. he about to be the one. Look, sir, don't you fall on it. Don't you fall on that sword. What you need to do is just get on there and be like, I fucked up. It ain't no way around. Ain't no way to explain it. You ain't going to be like, oh, how she explained it. it ain't really what happened. I really wasn't that mad. I was playing and then I shot. Like, it ain't no way that you can explain it to make it make sense. So don't. Ain't no way. But, you know, you right. The people go be up. If I'm still up at 11, I might. Yeah, you got to take your ass to bed. You better do like you do every other uh, night when we record. And that is good night and hop in the bed. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, Last piece of tea I have, um, I just want to shout out a few people that will be in Times Magazine's most influential people. We have Meg Thee Stallion, Gabrielle Union, D. Wade, um, to name a few. Dr. Those- Fauci. I watched it last night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So They we said have- Donald Trump, and I was like, houseway. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Ooh, you talking about my breath? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you growled. So, mm, I'm over that nigga, man. Yeah, I saw that shit. I said, "Come on, come All right. on." But I'm, Joe so Biden, I'm about to say Joe Biden. The, Joe Biden. Um. Uh, damn, Lord, Vice President for Joe Biden. Uh, Kamala Harris. Lord, please forgive me, y'all. It's okay. Kamala Harris was up there. It was pretty good. The weekend performed. He he's weird. I mean, he's always been weird. He got cokehead. Come on now, you can't uh, expect that people. That, you can't expect people that do coke to be normal now. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it was his pretty song good. "I Can't Feel My Face When I'm With You" is about cocaine. It ain't about no woman. Shit. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so shout out to them. 
But before we go, I would like to talk about have I have a new segment. Oh, okay. We're just gonna bust it out right now. Yeah. Let me sit. Let me put my let me turn it up so I can listen to this new segment too. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a good name for it. We got to look. We can't. We keep busting out with these segments and what? <laughs> okay. Um, it's called the fucked up world we live in. Oh God! So this taking over for eight that's some shit. It could be. It could okay. be. Okay. So what we got? Oh Lord. It's I'm nervous. Just all Wait. the shit that's going on in the world Wait, today. Let me take a. Go ahead, girl. And shit is twenty twenty explained. <laughs> And sip some wine. Yeah. yeah, this is all about current events. Um, okay. Some are good and some are bad, but I, you know, it's just this is the fucked up world we live in. I'm going to um, close my eyes as you go through this. So I'm going to start off with Wells Fargo Bank. Um, The CEO of Wells Fargo, Charles Scharf, um, now is apologizing after he said this week that there is a there was a limited pool of black talent for Wells Fargo to recruit from. I saw that and said, huh. <sighs> "He doesn't want to work for Wells Fargo quicker than us." When they just had an investigation, literally, he was going to get hired to get laid off. Literally, someone so a young man posted um, on Twitter and said he applied to Wells Fargo three times knowing he was good and overqualified and never got called back. He said after he unchecked the box saying he was black they he, called him. He immediately got a call back. Mm, mm, mm. This is 2020. Okay? Alright. Um, clinical trials for the coronavirus vaccine are in phase three. Um, meaning that we are very close to having a vaccine, um, at least from the pharmaceutical company Johnson and Johnson. Let me tell you what, um, fuck that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in healthcare and I don't want shit that they rush to put together. You hear me? No. Then I just, I already said that. He was like, Alfie, come on. Hey. After further review and investigation into <laughs> the corona, coronavirus vaccine, um, it's it's the rushing for approval for me. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get that shit out before the election. I'm good. Yeah, here's what I will say. I, because I work in healthcare, I do know that um, a lot of um, institutions are preparing to receive the vaccine as early as the beginning of 2021. Um if you are not mandated to get a vaccine, do not get the vaccine. Like, I understand that some people more than likely um, will be forced to get it. But for those of you that can wait and you can see <laughs> and see what happens after this first batch, just like the iPhones, um, just 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 wait. Just, just wait. Yeah. Um, no. That's enough for me, dog. <laughs> You'll take your chances, huh? Look, I got some third flu on my cocoa tea box this month, so I'ma just I'ma just deal with that. All right. Um Uncle Ben's rice um has Child. decided. 
told you, this is the fucked up world we live in. <laughs> Here's okay. So I had a um Facebook argument yesterday. <laughs> what? You know I don't do this, but I, I know that's why I'm surprised. So I'm gonna blame your church people because my they, church people they be triggering. <laughs> they are so triggering. They are triggering. So church people are triggering. Period. So, so they somebody posted something and said, um, I know we upset about what happened with the um verdict on the indictment in Louisville regarding Breonna Taylor, but please let's not tear up the city again. And I am that is the that right there triggered me, and I just got so bad. And I went on this little girl post. And um, I basically said, I don't give a fuck if we burn it off. <laughs> burn it off. Damn the hell. Because honestly, that's where I am. I don't care if we burn Listen. it all down. Because here's why. There are companies um, that we work for and companies that we have supported and companies that did not give a fuck about what they represented what was on their packaging whether or not they were diverse whether or not they thought about equity whether they were including everyone they didn't give a fuck about any of that until niggas started busting windows Mm -hmm. and and protesting and looting and all that shit so i honestly they need something to happen something crazy has to happen for things to start changing. And if that means we got to burn this bitch to the ground, burn this bitch to the ground because it's the breaking point. And so I know I'm on a rant now, but brings me back to Uncle Ben. Right. I was I was trying to put it together, but I was just going to let you take your time. I'm, I'm like, bringing it back. I'm like, how does, how does Burn Hollywood Burn got to do with Uncle Ben? Because but- now Uncle Ben's realized, they said, we've listened and we've learned moving forward, Uncle Ben's will be known as Ben's original because they feel some kind of way about having this older black man on the cover of their packaging saying, you know, that, you know, kind of like the whole Aunt Jemima type um, controversy. Uh, if he was a, uh, a, sl- a butler mm-hmm. or a slave, yes. Slave yes. person. Yes. <sighs> okay. I don't eat the shit anyway. I don't either, but like this is shit too damn high. I go to all this with my wife. (laughs) So I mean (laughs) like all y'all, okay, I get it. You want to change your image. But I don't give a fuck about the black man on your rice box. I don't give a fuck about that. Do not care, not one bit. But that's my thing. Like y'all worried about the wrong shit. Like for me, for me, it again is one of those things where you're worrying about the wrong shit, and it's like that shit ain't gonna make me feel no no different about the fact that Brianna Taylor was killed in her house, murdered in her home hmm. while she was sleeping hmm. by police hmm. on a faulty warrant, hmm. and. They got charged because the bullets went into the another apartment. Because they missed. 
because they missed basically. So you not no, nah, I don't give a fuck about Uncle Ben or that rice. Like I don't give a fuck about the picture on there. None of that shit. Like I don't like it's, that shit. No. Like y'all, I'm gonna tell you what it is. They wanna change it now because you know, I probably didn't got some Uncle Ben or something. I don't know. But they want to change it now because it makes them uncomfortable mm-hmm. to see that black man on that box and what it represents. So they're not changing it because it's offensive to us. They're changing it because it's uncomfortable for, for them. them. Yeah, and I mean... So you ain't doing me no fucking favor. None. And they claim, like... Now y'all uncomfortable about having slaves uh, in your house? Okay. Sure, uh, um... But since you went there, let's go ahead and talk about um, Madam Brianna Taylor. Um, I am furious, mm-hmm. exhausted, um, livid, unhappy, disappointed, mm-hmm. um, embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So many adjectives. I can keep going, honestly. But, like, this fucking country we live in is ridiculous. And so, my take is, and I hate to have the, I told you so. Man, I'm there too, sis. (laughs) Mindset. But that's pretty much my my attitude. Like, I told y'all. And I still stand on what I have been saying from, I'm not going to say from the very beginning, because at first it was, yeah, let's arrest the cops who Mm -hmm. killed Breonna Taylor. Mm -hmm. But then when the facts started coming in and stuff started coming in and I was like, okay, arresting them is not the way to go because that's not, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. Right. So let's find another angle. And I, I hope that in our anger and frustration, that at some point, we as a people, we need to figure out another way. Because in all of these circumstances, it's like we are telling the people who offended us to now in turn protect us or give us justice. And it's like... At some point, you have to sit back and think, how does that make sense? Yep. So, you know, one, we definitely need to go out and vote. And not just the presidential elections. We need to vote for our city aldermans. We need to be studying our judges. We need to be figuring out our councilmen. We need to be understanding who the defense attorneys is in our area. We need to start really honing in and looking and researching and and, and trying to understand what those offices are and who those people are that's running in those offices. And sidebar, I kind of thought about it. I said, it's kind of funny. The elections or the offices that really make the laws and really change things are the elections that kind of get swept under the rug. And you have to ask yourself, why is that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, because 
they don't want us to know those offices. They don't want us to pay attention to who's in that role. Because I can guarantee you the people in Louisville probably elected the, the defense attorney. Ain't it that the black guy? Um, the district attorney. The district <clears throat> attorney. So I, I can guarantee you when they went to vote and they was looking at the polls, black people elected him just off the very basis that he was a black man. Yep. But all skin folk ain't kin folk. So you got to start, we got to really start paying attention to who's running, what they stand for, doing a little research, start paying attention to these debates when they have them, start going to your local council meetings if they have them or whatever the case, and really start understanding and knowing who's running into running for those offices so that when these times come, it, it changed the whole situation is changed. Yeah. And I also want to say now I'm I'm on my my soapbox for a minute. It's okay. And I still stand firm. I still stand firm on just saying arrest them is not enough. Because guess what? They can be arrested, but that don't mean that they're gonna get charged. That mean that does not mean that they're gonna serve a justifiable Turn, they're not gonna um, jail sentences as if they were a black man being sentenced in prison. We all know that white people don't get the same sentences that we that we get. So why do we keep asking for these people to be charged when we know that the justice system is not to keep them in jail; is to keep us in jail? Oh, it's funny you say that because. There was a Caucasian woman um, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, who Mm -hmm. um, died at the hands of a police officer. Um, He was a Somali-American officer. And his ass got thrown under the jail. That motherfucker got 12 years in jail. Her family got $55 million. Hmm. So let's just not say it's cops, right? Because that man was a cop and he made a mistake and he killed that white lady. It is clear who they care about and who they don't care about. That's why I say if you really want to get them, have they ass fired to the point where no, you're not, we're not just going to take you off the street. No, we're not going to take you off your beat. No, you're not going to be able to work in the office. No, you're not going to be able to maintain your pension. If you work a job and you fucked up on your job, they is carrying your ass up out of there. You, your key card don't work here. Don't come up in here right. tomorrow. Fire their ass to the point where ain't no pension. Ain't no, ain't no being transferred or being able to just go to another district. Ain't no, you are no longer allowed to be a police officer anywhere. Matter of fact, not only that, we're going to go and take all your LaFoy card, all that shit. You can't even carry a gun no more. Yeah. Only if, but my, th- my whole thing is, I am not, so one thing I agree and don't agree with is the whole defunding the police situation. Um, I agree with it to a point of resources needing to be reallocated in our inner cities 
so that um, we can flourish, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. in the suburbs, if a kid, like a little 16-year-old kid gets into some kind of trouble, they have all these community service options for these kids so that they don't have to go to jail. They could go work at the community center that's up the street or, you know, help out at this other place that's up the street. Or they have rehab options everywhere, whatever the case is. So many things. Whereas in the inner city, the answer is they got to get locked up. You know what I'm saying? Right. To make changes. So I understand how defunding the police can help inner city communities, right? Mm-hmm. But my problem is with pol- local police forces in general, there is too much variation in the training. Mm-hmm. Um, they hire anybody in most cases. Whoever want to do the job. Like in some small cities, not like Chicago, like Chicago, you at least have to have, you know, a certain amount of college credits or mm-hmm. have graduated college, something to become an officer. And then there's still some rigor there to get in. But like in some cities, all you have to do is graduate high school and basically say, I want to be a cop. And they're giving you a gun, a badge and a bulletproof vest and saying, go protect us. In some cities, they are recruiting them at the high school. Yes. <laughs> and so there, to me, this is a clear problem in America. And that, along with our justice system, needs an overhaul. Mm-hmm. Because there is no way on God's green earth that a man who killed someone in their own home while they were sleeping is getting the same type of felony as protesters that are getting arrested because you killed a woman in her bed while she was sleeping in her own home. It, it is pissing me off and I'm going to have to go. Let me go to the next story. Cause I'm, about to get, I'm so angry. <laughs> I hate getting this angry, uh, but I'm going to calm down. Um, I am very excited, though, to see that our country is not for the bullshit. Um, Everybody was out protesting last night. I did not see mass looting. I'm very proud of that, honestly. I know I say burn the shit down, but, you know, y'all do what y'all got to do to make them pay attention to us, okay? All right. Um, Last two things I'm going to hit on, and we out of here. I got three. Mm -hmm. Number one. Black folks, we safe from coronavirus. Keep cleaning your house with pine saw because pine saw kills coronavirus on all surfaces. Yeah, I I use uh fiberglass. No, ma'am, so. you got to get that pine saw. I keep Shit, it. you know that pine saw is out of here now. No, anyway. I go to Family Dollar all the time. It's always there. Okay, I'm gonna go check and see. It's always there. I always can get pine saw. But, but it might tomorrow. be gone tomorrow because not everybody knows. That's what I'm saying. Everybody <laughs> know now. Um, um, mayor, former Mayor Bloomberg and former presidential candidate Michael Bloomberg dropped um, about $16 million in Florida to ensure that 32,000 felons are going to be able to vote um, in this upcoming election. You may be wondering why I put this in the segment of the fucked up world we live in. Well, it had to take a billionaire <laughs> to allow these people to at least 
ex- execute their American right to vote just because they went to jail. They made a mistake in their life. He had mm-hmm. to come bail them out. Whatever. This is the world we live in. And, and lastly, um, California, in an effort to make this world a better place, has officially put a ban on the sales of all gas-powered cars by the year 2035. So what that means, if you want to drive a vehicle in California starting in 2035, it it has to be an electric vehicle. I hope that they will be um, having affordable electric vehicles for people. (laughs) There are affordable electric vehicles, and they are only actually talking about new car sales so if you got an old gas car you're fine but any new car sales have to be electric and so it's electric (laughs) so chevy has electric vehicles nissan nissan has the um versa or the boat or something Mm -hmm. um yeah chevy has the volt um nissan has the versa um i think toyota has one oh yeah the prius um and then you have the most famous is the Tesla and a lot of luxury brands are starting to go electric too. So, I mean, they're trying, I mean, the state's literally on fire, so they have to do something <laughs> to mm-hmm. combat climate change. So this is that. So they give giving y'all a chance So get it together. And um, yeah, but I've been on a rant. I need to calm down. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to go Take a breather, Wusa. And we'll be right back. Right. We are back and it is time for Girl Talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, let's start off with the Netflix original film, Cuties. Okay. So, um, as you guys know, we are in the house. We're watching a lot of TV and movies and all sorts of things. And so this Netflix original has gotten a lot of attention. Um, it started off with their little promotion. They um, put up some art or like a graphic for the movie. And it showed, you know, these young girls that are in the movie and some pretty um, exposing outfits. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was an uproar and they're like, oh, you're sexualizing the children. Oh, yeah. And so they changed all of that. But by the time they made all those changes, people were just already upset. Probably hadn't even taken a, taken a second to watch the movie um, or understand why the um, director um, or the creator made the movie. And mm-hmm. so we would like to talk about it. So, well, yeah. I, I wish I saw someone do a commentary on it, which mm-hmm. was a reason why I think I asked you mm-hmm. had you saw it yet, because she was saying that the French version, like, so the movie in French with English subtitles mm-hmm. is way better than watching it and English with the English voiceover. Okay, so I've been trying to find that, but, but that's what I watched on on Netflix. Because it ne- in French. No, I watched it. Well, yeah, it was in French with English subtitles. I'm gonna have to go back and try to find that because it's not. 
Um, they took the English version off. They they had to because okay. the way I when I was watching it, you could tell what they were saying was not what was at the bottom of the screen. Huh? If that makes sense. The words I, didn't match? No, it didn't. And I may have to go back and check, but I don't want to click yeah. on Netflix right now. But I'm pretty I, okay, maybe I'm wrong, but go ahead. Go yes, off. Because when I watch it, you can tell the words definitely were not matching their lips. But okay. I watched it where it wasn't English subtitles, like they had the voiceovers, uh, which I hate watching movies like that because <laughs> the voice, I don't know who told them that English speaking people sound so corny. Yeah. But that's not, I mean, when I saw it, like when I watched it, like I I only I watched it because of the controversy. Mm-hmm. And so when I watched it, I did do some research to see, okay, what is this movie about? Yeah. I found out that the uh it won like a uh a award the mm-hmm. for the uh independent movie award or something like that. Yeah. The um the director or the creator was a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um and she explained what it was that she was trying to do. Mm-hmm. So because I had that understanding, I watched it and was like, okay, I do think that it probably would be better if it was the French version. I'm pretty sure the French version of it is way better than mm-hmm. what I saw. Um, it was some very interesting moments in it let's and, go <laughs> and you know when I in hindsight when I think about myself as that 11 year old preteen young girl mm-hmm. you know yeah I you go through you go through those phases where you want to be you know you trying to figure out you know mm-hmm. what who you are you know, as a young woman or a young lady. And so you try to be, you you do end up being hypersexual and you uh, try to get the boy's attention mm-hmm. in all the wrong ways. And yep. you want to be a part of the popular girl crew. And sometimes that popular girl crew be fucked up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And you kind of have to, you have to learn that as well. And you know, I you know I can remember trying to wear the little short skirts. My thing was trying to wear short skirts with stockings and socks. You know that was the mm-hmm. thing, and your gym shoes, whatever. And having here I was, you know, twelve years old with at least a thirty-two B bra. And get into it, sis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Big legs. I can remember walking down the street, 11, 12 years old, and grown as men, not knowing mm-hmm. I was an 11, 12 year old girl. Like, hey, big legs. Hey, red bone. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl. Because they didn't know. And I'm thinking, I'm giggling, kicking, thinking that it's cute. And then the crazy part is going home and Sneaking to play with my Barbie dolls, <laughs> not not wanted. So here it is outside. I want people to think I'm this super mature, you know, 
woman, girl, but then I'm in the house playing with my Barbie dolls. It happens, sis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But so for me, it was like that, it, it brought me back to that. But I just find it interesting or how crazy it is that we as a society are so quick to say something is being sexualized because it makes us uncomfortable or because we're the one that's sexualizing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like those girls, like, and they even say like, you know, doing make another movie, they had counseling and all that other stuff there. And you, you know, so they knew what they were doing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you there's no way you should have looked at this and been like, oh, this is a child porn or they over sexualizing yes. them. Like, if anything, you should that should have made you if you got a young girl at home that age, let me see your phone. Right. What you posting? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It should have sparked the conversation and it should have jarred your memory to when you was that age. Because we so it's so easy to forget the shit right. that we was doing at that age. And exactly. we didn't have social media. Sure didn't. So I'm just like I say with my shit, I was just walking up and down the street. Just imagine, you know what I'm saying? The shit, if we had social, I feel sorry for these kids nowadays that's 11, 12, 13 years old. That has, that's why these girls be fighting and stabbing each other and these kids committing suicide and all this other shit because they, at that age where they're trying to figure themselves out, then you got social media telling them who they should be. Mm-hmm. So the fact that people was like, oh, it's over-sexualized and it's trash, like, calm down. Y'all be all, always trying to get over-excited about nothing. Yeah. So the other half to the controversy, um, actually, um, Boski um, was telling me about it as I was watching it. She was like, um, a lot of people in the Muslim community did not like um, how she was anti her you know heritage and religion and what she was brought up in um and so they have a problem with how their lifestyle was shown um in the movie but everything that i saw based off my experiences with friends who come from african cultures muslim cultures they that is what i understand understood to happen at home what I've seen around them mm-hmm. um, there's a there's always like the grandma or aunt, auntie whoever that is there helping them learn teaching the kids how to you know how to cook and what to do and what to wear and the mama's out working and like that that seemed normal to me of the movie I felt seemed right on like they're a traditional family Mm -hmm. they expect her to be a certain way um but she's gotten a taste of the outside world and she liked that shit (laughs) and she Mm -hmm. she, as soon as she could she was like okay i'm gonna take this little hoodie off and you go see this little stomach (laughs) right and then you know well one i find it interesting that you know the muslim community or whatever or even maybe somalian muslims Singleese. Singleese. Sing- is it? What's it saying? <laughs> it could. 
it was it could have been I'm I stand corrected. Um my apologies. I'm if if whatever. I mean if I was wrong, I gonna say whatever. If let me see. Was I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I'm looking to see. Somebody is single east. That's what I'm trying to look and see. And I don't know if it's the person who made it or they don't say Mamuna Daku. They don't say uh did they say it? Let me see. Single ace, you are right. Look at me. I got yeah. it. Right. So but I was saying that I believe the director she was as well. That's what I was trying to mm-hmm. figure out. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I I think that she would know. I'm pretty sure she's grew up in that culture, so she would kind of know. Yeah. And a lot of times, people get offended when they the truth is mirrored to them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And they probably it probably made them feel away because yeah, when it comes to those polyamorous marriages, I'm pretty sure that the first wife ain't always excited and mm-hmm. she's forced to mm-hmm. put mm-hmm. that smile on her face to keep, you know, to make her husband proud and to be the good Muslim woman. So I believe Allah and I'm pretty sure his daughters that's in those situations, they'd be looking at their mama like, I don't want to live like this. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, that aspect, well, maybe because I'm not a Muslim woman, but that I I thought that that was it was eye opening to see it mm-hmm. from that aspect because I'm pretty sure that's probably pretty close to how it is. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, I just saw it as as being as true as possible. So tell me what some of your favorite parts of the movie. Um. Or interesting. So I wouldn't say favorites, but some scenes. Yeah, because I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Um, it was a tough watch for you. It was a tough watch. It was a <laughs> tough watch, and I don't know if it was because, um, because I watched it with the voiceover. Okay. So I don't know if that was it. I do say that I give the little girl. Mm-hmm. The kind of was Omni. Mm-hmm. I give her credit. She played. She, she did. Acted. She acted. She her. acted. She mm-hmm. really acted. Um, I love when at the end her jumping. I love that scene. I love when she started wearing her natural hair out. I was for all of that. Yeah, um, that, that last scene was actually it was really powerful for me because I felt like she was happy. Yes, at she got she in that moment. Back. Yeah, she came back to childhood. Yeah. Um, it was it was interesting to see her go from not really understanding how things the culture and everything like that, mm-hmm. and then being the one to try to teach them how to be sexier with their dance moves. Girl. And then having the audacity to kind of get frustrated with them like what is y'all? Oh my God, y'all don't know what y'all doing. Exactly. And, I, and they was like, I was like, that was interesting, girl. And then it was another scene where it it kind of 
let you see that they were kids trying to be grown when that girl was playing with that condom. Yes. And she blew it up. And (laughs) and they was like, what what are you doing? (laughs) And they took a I didn't know. I didn't know. And I was like, see, because y'all ass kids. Because <laughs> that should have been y'all <laughs> thing. With, with soap. As though that was going to stop it. Oh, or when or when the guy, it was another scene where I think they was like, I guess on like a dating app or some type of chat situation. And yeah. I think the guy was like, y'all look kids. Because I think they tried a lot of age or something. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no. And he clicked off that <laughs> girl. They were so mad. Girl. <laughs> they was like, why you turn the camera off? <laughs> right. They was trying to catfish Jordy. Girl, he was like, no, y'all, uh-uh, y'all little bitty kids. Get out of here. Yeah, the thing but- got me, like the scene that got me was the one, they were supposed to be like at a prayer service or some type of like I'll just say a church type atmosphere and she hid under her hijab to watch like the girls on the phone the videos on her phone like twerking and Mm -hmm. all that then that's when she went to teach them how to dance and then the auntie who is really I'll I'll say grandma but they call them auntie auntie, it was like (laughs) she thought she had the devil in them girl yeah and they were sprinkling with the water Girl, and she was girl. No, that part I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Well, they were sprinkling with that water. She was shaking. She did that <laughs> shit on purpose. I was dying laughing. Girl, then she got down and started dancing and gyrating. I said, "I'd have whooped her ass." <laughs> exactly. Fuck this water. Put my fucking belt in. Girl, man, fuck this water. Go get my belt. I'm gonna I'm wet her leg. I'm about to tear her little ass up. <laughs> That's the part wet. that got me. Girl, yeah, but she played. She played her role. She did. But look, what was interesting for me was the little. I don't know if she was Asian. Mm-hmm. Angelica. I yeah. think she was. Um. I, see, I can't say his. Maybe Spanish because the guy that played her brother seemed more. I don't know. All I know, Angelica. Is, I I was just like. How is she the leader of the group? And how is she a part of the cool girls? She look like she should be somewhere reading Harry Potter books. But <laughs> hey, leave us glasses wearing people alone. I, hey, I wear strong glasses. Look, so but they cute though, sis. <laughs> but I was just like, girl, she was in that little live room just dancing and popping uh, and uh, ironing uh, her uh, hair. Uh, ironing her hair, girl. And Ami tried to iron her hair. I said, no, ma'am. Um, moments I almost turned the movie off. Um, <laughs> when they snuck into the laser tag place. Girl. And they, that man, the security guards were saying, oh, we go call the police. We go call the police. And she started dancing. Ami started dancing. Girl. And he started looking at her. I said, you dirty dirty motherfucker but then I had to think I was like this is what this is what the movie's trying to show us uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like and let that, me calm my ass down and that goes back to what I just said they be girl I look we was in the car Saturday 
and these men, like they were like homeless men or whatever, mm-hmm. were sitting like outside this building downtown and just looking, gawking at women as they walk past. Just just every woman that walked past, they just looking at they just going straight to their ass. And one girl walked past, she was a young lady. Um, she was an adult, no less. Mm. But you know, she had on leggings or whatever. And the man, you could see him looking, kind of shake his head, like, mm-hmm. And I was just like, I, I was just <laughs> irritated by it because I was like, you know, we have to police ourselves, but we yep. don't never check them. Nope. So, <laughs> yeah, that part, I was like, this are comfortable. And I ain't gonna lie, the dancing scenes, I yes. was like, I yes. cringed all the dancing, especially when they she got on the floor and she got the hopping. I said, now, wait a minute. Child, when she stuck her hands between her legs and, like, it was too much. And, like, I like what the director was doing with the people in the, in the audience. audience. Like, yeah, it looked like, like they were booing and they didn't look to be enjoying it. And yeah. But then if you looked out, at some points, it looked like some of them was clapping. So it was just, like, right. a mind fuck. And so, yeah. I don't know. If but you don't, at- go ahead. But what I was about to say is, but like somebody said, it's no difference than what some of these dance troops, these little girls yep. be winning these dance troops and some of their dance moves be a little provocative too. It'd be the same. Yeah, it'd be the same shit. Like low-key, it'd be the same type of deal. It goes back to even cheerleading competitions where they put these, the girls got to have these high buns and they would start wearing mm. makeup at five and six and the bright red lipstick and yeah. all that, all that kind of shit. So, um, it's not like, it ain't a movie that I would say, Hey, everybody go check it out. But it does raise awareness to little things that, um, happen in the world and changes that can be made. Like, one of my friends, he tweeted something about being at the gym and he noticed it was a new girl because he's like, I go to the gym every day. I know it's a new girl. She's She hasn't been in the gym for 30 minutes and four dudes came up like bothering her while she just, all she doing is working out. She ain't doing nothing extra. They, she, they just trying to holler at her in the gym. Mm-hmm. Like that shit it starts when we little like you said walking up the street i just got some clothes on they don't know how old i am but they like hey red bone what you looking like it's right there and it just keeps getting worse and they be wondering why we so exhausted with their ass and don't want to speak when we walking up the don't street. tell me to smile none of that <laughs> please. please oh my god when niggas tell you too pretty not to be smiling little mama and you too ugly just to be talking to me. What the fuck? And that's when I, I go straight south side on the ass. Who the fuck you talking to, Joe? Because you can't be talking to me. Me. Leave me the fuck it. alone. So like, it just lets you know that, you know, girls are sexual, start getting sexualized at a really young age. And, and, and we really ain't got to do much for it to happen. No. So a girl can have on just a basic tank top and some shorts. Yeah. And here we go. Yep. Well, all right. Um, did you want to get into this other topic? I mean, I mean, 
we could save it for next. Let's save it for next. We could save it. We, yeah, because we we talked about that, so we can really save it. And plus, so we put it on Instagram, guys. There's a topic on Instagram. You better catch it because you know the stories don't be holding. Yep. Um, uh, about code switching. So we're gonna talk about it in depth next week. But let us know. Do you code switch? How you feel about code switching? Um, yeah, are you for it? Are you not for it? Do you think it's cool? Or, you know, do you do it? Why do you do it if you do it? Or mm-hmm. if you don't do it, let us know why you don't do it. We'd love to hear from you. If you have some code switching stories, hit us up. You can either um, hit us up on Instagram in the messages or you can email us. Let's talk about code switching next week. Oh, we are, you can email us at the number two chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N-S-H-Y-T at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, and they can leave, can't they leave a voice message on Anchor? On Anchor. If you listen to us on the Anchor app, you can leave a voice message. Even if you don't listen on Anchor, there are links in all of our um, description so head on over leave us a voice message and we can include it in the episode so that would be great look at you sis look at that yeah. I ain't got too drunk <laughs> we'll be right here <laughs> right alright all right. we are back and it's time for what's good sis <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay, I understand you're the producer of the show, but you can't just be throwing out segments. Like, like, what the fuck is this? I don't know what to call this segment, shit. Well, I like the fact that you just keep coming up with names. <laughs> just keep doing that. Okay. okay. So, this week, we both decided to do some self-care challenges. Oh, child. Challenges to kind of, you know, get our mental, our physical, our emotionals in line. So, um, tell the people what challenge have you decided to do? All right. So, honestly, I have been feeling just a little off. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't explain it because, like, most days I'm perfectly fine. Um like Fee told y'all, I'm a I'm literally a goofball by nature. Mm-hmm. Um, rarely serious, but like I just haven't felt like myself. Um, and then I thought it had to do with so my granny who raised me, her birthday is September twenty second. Mm. And I thought it had something to do with that. And I was like, Well, maybe it's that and I was just like, All right, okay, maybe that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I'm trying what I tried to do and Fee um suggested um this particular yogi and I don't I'm not I'm gonna mess her name up. It's, uh hold on. Cause you, you know it's, it's a fairly simple name, ain't it? Yeah, but I'm not smart. Um yeah, you are smart. Let me see. Let me go. She right. should come right up. Ariana yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah, her. Yeah, okay. Ariana um, Elizabeth. So she um has meditation and yoga together um she has some straight yoga youtube videos and so fee have put me on um and you know we talk a lot of shit but like 
we love God. We both, you know, was raised in church. And so she does incorporate scripture into some of her stuff. And so she has um, videos for meditation. Um, she has a 30 day challenge, which I started. I'm doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't missed a day. Oh, good job. How many days has it been? So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, five. Five so. days. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So I'm um I'm doing pretty well. I've also incorporated some sleep yoga, so like y- nighttime yoga right before okay. I go to bed because I I am an insomniac by nature mm-hmm. and um I like I I like being up at night. Like my brain is on most of the time, but I force myself to go to sleep, but okay. I haven't been sleeping well. So I I said I'm going to try this out. It does make me tired and wind me down and get me ready for bed. So Ah, um, I've tried different people. I'm not going to try to say no names or anything because I've just been, I just typed sleep yoga and different stuff came up. Like one girl has something in the bed. I'm not going to be in bed doing yoga. Dia be like, look, you have to go on with that shit. Hey, you can downward dog, all right. I got your downward dog. <laughs> I, I got something to put you to sleep. Right. So you can't sleep. Shit, I got something for you to do. Exactly. <laughs> so I just I do it up front, and then I'll go in the back and go to sleep. But I'm trying this out. I feel a, I feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Meditation is is underrated. I'm going to just say that. Um, Very underrated. Because folks just think, you'd be like, nam yo yo, nam yo Most times, you're not even saying a word. Like, you're just you, sitting there connecting with yourself. Like, And, and clearing is, is, for me, meditation is all about controlling all of the thousands of thoughts that come yes. into your head. Mm-hmm. daily is really about learning how to control your, your your thoughts and really exercising your brain in such a way where you can go still mm-hmm. where you, you do have no I'm not going to say you have no thoughts but you don't have all of that traffic in your in your your brain going at one time so it's really about like you said sitting still and being present, but also clearing your mind. And and yeah, it's it's a cool thing. Like I've done it. I started the challenge. I started that challenge and I fell off horribly. So I like to um weird in such a way that I like to start things like chronically. So mm-hmm. um that's gonna be my goal for October is to do the 30 day meditation mm-hmm. challenge again. Um but other than that, you're good, mental good, and all that. So that you've been good with the challenge. Yeah, I'm trying. I am trying to do better. So okay. every yeah. day is a step towards better. Mm-hmm. Um, I too have been on. Um, I don't forget her name, Jack, Ariana Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. I too have been on Ariana. Elizabeth Block and I have started the seven day yoga challenge. Okay. Now I did miss yesterday because I had to go in the office to work, but I picked up right on today. So I didn't do yesterday's, but I did today's and I said I would do 
Wednesdays, uh, Monday or whatever. But mm-hmm. I can really, I love the fact that it's beginner friendly. Yep. So she ain't got us doing no crazy, crazy ass shit. I do need to get one of those uh, yoga bands because one of the uh, one of the poses or stretches that she had us do today, I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, I I am pushing through them. Uh, I'm, you know, yoga is really about controlling your breathing. Yes, and and <clears throat> allowing your um, like breathing into the movement. And um, really allowing your body to like really stretching your body and 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 just challenging your body in ways that you wouldn't have thought to move them yep. is is look <laughs> at first I'm not gonna lie so it started on Monday so today was a lot better we did more standing poses mm-hmm. but. Um, Monday, girl, like it was like that down with dog. It was like I was shaking <laughs> through that bad boy. Like, <laughs> hello, because you know, some poses you have to hold them. Girl, I was like, girl, please say exhale. So, inhale. So, we come up out this joint, right? But, um, today it was a little bit smoother. And I want to continue. I've been playing with yoga now for a while. And I really want to get to the point where I can really just flow in and out mm-hmm. of my, because the way she does it, oh my God, like, ma'am, like she was like, okay, he was in downward dog. And she was like, all right, now lift your mm-hmm. left leg up. And she, her leg, she lifted her legs up to the point where it was like, they were just straight up and down. And yeah. she was like, and bring it in. And like she came down into another pose, but I would like to get to a place where I don't feel so clunky mm-hmm. when I'm doing it. But um, I've enjoyed it. I enjoy the way I feel because unlike doing your cardio or more rigorous workouts, like you just, I don't like, you don't feel wore out. Mm-mm. And she also, you know, she sets an intention for you or tell you to set your intention for the day. And then she also does like a, a, a moment where, you know, she, you know, sets intentions for your thoughts, you know, what you say, be mindful of what you think, be mindful of what you say, be mindful, you know, guard your heart. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I love it. Like I enjoy yoga. So yeah, yeah, even when I was deep into my um, high intensity workouts uh, over the summer, um, in the evening, I would always do like some sort of stretches or some kind like I like yoga. Mm-hmm. I just haven't been disciplined enough to do it a lot, mm-hmm. but it is so relaxing and I see why people gravitate to it now. So, yeah, I'm about to be in that thing, girl. And her voice is so common yep <laughs> her yeah. voice was so common she'd be like we was doing something she wasn't she almost was sleeping because <laughs> it was like lay on your back deep inhale i was about to be like 
play with me if you want. Yeah, I know. It's what uh, I forgot what it's called, the pose, but it's basically you typically do it at the very end of your yoga session mm-hmm. and you lay on your mat, you lay on your back, hands up, like just relaxed, uh, feet relaxed, and you just lay there and you close your eyes mm-hmm. and you breathe. Girl, that be the best thing in the world. <laughs> like I'd be yeah. like, we get to there, and she'd be like, "If you can stay here longer, I do. Yeah, please feel free to. But I understand if you have something else to do for the sake of this video. I'd be like, man, if I had time, I would lay right here <laughs> the rest of the evening for the rest of the day. Because I do it. I get up and do it. I set my alarm. I made the intention to get up and do it in the morning. So I set my alarm to be up. Mm-hmm to do it in the morning and get it done and it does give you that extra boost of energy in the morning to get done and it sets your intentions for the day Mm -hmm. so you know I enjoyed it Um, I enjoyed it and I'm going to knock out the rest of these days but I do want to keep doing more uh, yoga All right, sis we may have to go take a class or two together I'm doing a class Sunday I'm going to uh I'm going to a yoga brunch type situation. So yeah. we're going to do yoga and then brunch afterwards. So, yep. I saw you had sent me one and I can't never plan nothing because somebody that I live with is spontaneous and I just sometimes right. it's just, it's tough. So it is what yeah. it is. Yeah. But yeah, I'll be there. So I got my block and my yoga mat. Okay. I just need to get a, um, I want to get that. They have a, like a band that you mm-hmm. can use. Mm-hmm. I want to get that too, so I can really, you know, get into the poses. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So you guys, uh, I hope you guys are enjoying this little segment, and you know, I hope you've taken some tips. I will definitely share the YouTube channel that we are talking about. I'll try to put the link. On our Facebook page or something, I don't we know. could put um we could probably do it in the link tree, um in the bio. We could probably just put it up there like you our feature YouTube channel on our bio. Oh, well, well <laughs> I mean I appreciate it and everything, but hey, we'll figure know. it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe I try to tag her. Maybe I don't know. She like uh uh-uh, uh. This our page. It's right only. <laughs> Right, I'll uh, put. I'll try to tag her in our stories. Or I'll figure we'll figure out something okay, so y'all yes. can see it. But she's a black girl. Wrap yes. up for the for the black girls. You know, she's a black girl. She's a yogi. Uh, she meditates, mm-hmm. and I think she has yoga for all levels. So yes. it's something for everybody. All right, you told them once. Let's tell them twice. Everybody, okay. Everybody, take a deep breath in through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. Mind your business. Drink your water. Be a blessing. Talk to you next week. Bye.